Well, good morning, church. Good morning. I am, uh, I'm excited to be here with you this morning, and that won't be the weirdest thing I say probably this morning to you. No. Um, let me pray, and, uh, and then I want to jump in. I want to tell you a little bit about uh, what God's been doing with our family, where we've been, what's been up since you've seen us last. I want to tell you a little bit about uh, the work in Fiji and the mission trip coming up this summer. And hint, you're invited. Uh, and then I want to challenge you this morning. Um, <laughs> I told pastor this morning, I was like, I, I really feel led to talk about giving this morning. I know that's hard and that's a tough subject and you guys probably haven't talked about that in a while. And he said, oh yeah, that's what we've been talking about for two months. <laughs> And so hopefully I'm the last one you'll hear about it this year, right? Um, but uh, let's go to the Lord in prayer. Father, thank you for this morning, God. We thank you for having each of us in this place at this moment to worship you. Father, we thank you for your goodness and your mercy and your grace that you bestowed upon us to be allowed to be in this place in this time. Father, we thank you for, um, God, all that you do for those around the world who cry out to you, how you meet them and us at our need, and how you love us so greatly. Father, I pray that this morning you'll be honored, you'll be glorified. Father, may our worship to you uh, ring beautifully in your ears. And it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So, worship is not over, right? Like, just because the music stopped, right? We get to continue it. Well, church, we are the Alsop family. Uh, if, you, uh, if you are new here, which, I don't know, there's a lot of you here. Uh, so maybe you're new here. Uh, since we've been here last, we are the Alsop family. We are your missionaries with Mana Worldwide. We're assistant directors for Asia. And what that means is uh, Mana works in 50 different countries around the world. A lot of those countries are spread out throughout Asia and the South Pacific because we just count Fiji in because we like it so much. Um, and we get to serve as assistant directors for Asia, serving those projects, serving those partners on the ground, and ultimately serving God by leading people to faith in Him throughout Asia. We get to travel throughout the United States and speak in churches like Meadowview and serve people like you and we get to do it while taking mission trips and leading people and getting to see these incredible places around the world. And yeah, we get to snorkel a little bit in Fiji along the way. I just made it back from Thailand and Cambodia. It was like 9,000 degrees, but, you know, not a bad gig when you get to go to Thailand and Cambodia every now and then, right? I uh, sat down in Cambodia for the first time ever. There's not a lot of firsts that I haven't done while traveling, uh, but I sat down at this little booth and I had fish eat all the skin off my feet in Cambodia. I, just, I don't know why I wanted to tell you that, just so I could best the last weird thing I said. Um, but suffice to say, God is good. God allows us to be a part of this kingdom and this journey that he has us on. And he has us on this journey because people like you get involved and you give. And you dip into your family's money and say, it matters more 
that God is glorified throughout Asia. And I thank you for that. We thank you for that. Um, our family got to go on a little crazy adventure last year where we had not been overseas in quite a while because COVID, right? And uh, we would not been to Nepal. And that's kind of like our band. That's our home base. Like that's where we tend to go back to a lot in Asia. And uh, we got kids that we've sponsored there for years and orphanages and schools and all kinds of stuff going on. And so we decided last summer that God was saying go. And so we picked up and we went, and we rented an apartment in Nepal, and we stayed there for three months. And I'm not saying it was all great. Uh, there were moments of frustration, but God was so good to us. We got to lead a uh, small group in our apartment, which was funny. An apartment owned by a Hindu uh, just uh, turned into this massive 20-something people, small group twice a week for the whole summer while we were there. Uh, we had young adults sharing their faith with others who were not believers yet. We had people inviting friends in. We had massive pizza parties. We watched The Chosen uh, and had to explain a lot of it um, <laughs> to uh, them, but just, just incredible things. I think I've got a picture. Yep. Oop, boom. Y'all are already on it. Uh, I think I got a picture of our small slash medium group um, that showed up. And this is actually missing a few people. Uh, but twice a week, every week, all summer long, a uh, big party in our apartment uh, talking about Jesus. And guys, you are a part of that. Um, so I want to thank you for being a part of that. I want to thank you for your role in allowing us to go and serve in that way, to go and take walks with my friend Kim in the mornings and tell him about Jesus because he's seeking so desperately something to believe in. I want to thank you for getting to sit down and have coffee with our friend, the manager of the fanciest resort in town that we can't afford to stay at. Uh, and getting to tell him about a good God. Getting to eat a meal with his family. I want to thank you for all of those things, church. And I want to thank you for your support of Mana Fiji. And guys, we got a picture somewhere, I think, next. Um, of some of the kids and their Christmas gifts. And all the things happening at the end of last year, uh, they were able to go out and buy gifts for all these kids in the different centers. They were able to just celebrate Jesus together. And church, you are a part of that. You are a part of that. That's good. You know what I'm saying? Like, like these kids, they're... Their lives are being changed. Their worlds are being changed. Their eternities are being changed. And we all get to come along for the ride. Isn't that cool? I talked to Tali a couple days ago, and I'm like, Tali, how many kids are we serving now? Because you guys talk about Latoka Center, but we've got two other centers in Fiji as well. And I'm like, so how many kids are we serving in Fiji now? And she's like, eh, 90 or so. And guess what? I got to talk with Tali a couple of weeks ago and I said, hey, Tali, we've got more money coming in right now than we are sending you every month. Let's look at expansion. Which projects do we expand? Like, 
Where do the kids need Jesus most in these communities that we work or in some other community in Fiji? How can we be a part of serving them? So Tali right now is looking around, eyes wide open, for ways that we could better serve this community. When we go this summer, I'm sure she'll have some things lined up for me to see and do and experience so that we can hopefully figure out a way to serve some more kids. You guys are a part of that. You're partners in that. We got a picture of some of our Man of Fiji staff uh, next up there. And um, you see the lady in the yellow that, yeah, is on the left side there? <laughs> you need to come to Fiji, if for no other reason than to meet this lady. <laughs> Just an incredible, beautiful witness to the people around her about how Jesus loves people because she just loves people and she can eat anybody here under the table. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just, she ate one of everything off of everybody's plate and there were like 30 of us at dinner one night. Anyway, I'm just saying she and like the 18 year old NCAA basketball player can eat anybody here under the table and I think she could best him. Anyway, um, just felt like saying that. Church, we are doing a mission trip to Fiji uh, this coming summer in June. Uh, I think it's June 15th through the 27th-ish, yeah, I think. Um, it's about a $3,000 trip-ish, depending on flights, but that includes absolutely everything. And I want to tell you that it's not just meeting her that's going to be great if you come along. Um, it's going to be serving uh, pastors, uh, Simi. Uh, it's going to be serving in our different projects there. It's going to be going to the deaf school that we've since like added on an additional project, even since we've been there last. It's a beautiful place. And the people are incredible. And I want you to meet them. Like, I want to take you there and let you meet them. Um, Church, uh, I mentioned a minute ago that, that I, I got the, uh, the clue in that you guys have been talking about money a little bit. And, uh, and, and, and as I was sitting there and kind of glancing around, I noticed that the place is a little full. And you might look around you and think, you know, maybe we should stop inviting people <laughs> because it's getting a little tight in here for Americans, right? But I want to tell you, that you should invite your friends to be a part of what God's doing here. You should invite your friends to be a part of what God has going at Meadowview and through Meadowview to places like Brazil, places throughout Asia, places in Fiji and around the world. You should invite your friends because they need to see and be a part of what God is doing so that it can forever change their lives. I had a conversation with uh, a guy on the mission trip that I just got home from a week ago. And uh, we were sitting in a coffee shop. We just had time to chat and everybody kind of left us and uh, we almost missed our flight, but it was okay. And um, we got in the middle of this conversation about money and about church and about what all that looks like. And he had a lot of questions because about a year ago, he came to faith in Jesus because somebody at his work kept telling him about Jesus and kept telling him to 
Come visit this church. Come with me. Come and see. Come and see. Like, come to church. Come sit with me. And this guy came to church. He was from the Mormon faith. And so he had, like, heard about Jesus, but in a very convoluted way. And he eventually went to church. And it was funny because he said, my wife was still in California. I was in Idaho working. And my wife was supposed to be moving up like after the kids finished school. And he said, so I went to church and I started to hear about this Jesus that I'd never really heard about. He said, I came to faith before my wife ever knew I was going to church. She shows up in Idaho and I'm like, babe, let's go to church. And she's like, what? We're doing that now? He said they started to go to church. They started to hear about God. They started to hear about missions. And they started to feel moved to do something. And so they joined in on this mission trip. And he said, I came all the way here, but I don't really know why. He said, I'm just like trying to follow what God says do. So he and I are sitting in a coffee shop. And I'm the guy that goes around to churches every Sunday. <laughs> and I talk about money. I talk about giving to missions so that people in Fiji and around the world can be helped and served and given to, can be led to faith in Christ. And so I'm sitting in a coffee shop with this, you know, fairly new believer. And I said, so how's your giving? Like you're on this trip, so you gave something to come on this trip. But like, how's your giving otherwise? And he said, you know, that's one thing that we haven't really started to do. And I said, oh, you happen to be sitting with a guy that talks about money with people all the time. Let's talk about it. And I said, you know what's weird in my job? If I meet somebody and I don't ask them to support missions, I feel bad about it. And he's like, what? <laughs> and I was like, if I meet somebody and I don't ask them for money in some way to get to be a part of what you guys are a part of, what you guys see the fruit of, I feel bad about it. And he's like, explain that. And so he and I have this long conversation about giving and about how giving ties your heart to something greater than yourself. About how if you are not giving significantly to your church, then I would venture to say something else has your heart. I'd venture to say that all of our money, to some extent, has our heart. And I told him that as we begin to purposefully uh, strategically give some of it away, then God gets a little more of us along the way. God gets a little more of our heart as we give to the heartbeat of the church. And that's worship and missions. In Isaiah 1, 17, the Bible says, Learn to do right. Seek justice. It says, Defend the oppressed. Take up the cause of the fatherless. Plead the case of the widow. 
You see, way back in the Old Testament, in the, in the, in the very beginning, God had a plan for people. God had a desire for people to love and serve others. He had a plan for us to be a part of the lives of other people. And then in Luke, New Testament, Jesus speaking. Fear not. This is Luke 12, verses, uh, beginning of verse 32 through 34. And Jesus says, Fear not, little flock, for it is your Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. That's good news, right? Fear not. The Father has pleasure in giving us the kingdom. Jesus goes on and he says, sell your possessions and give to the needy. See, way back in the beginning, Jesus, God, was about the needy. He was about people who desperately needed something that we had that we could support them with. Sell your possessions and give to the needy. Provide yourselves with money bags that do not grow old, with a treasure in the heavens that does not fail, where no thief approaches and no moth destroys. Sell your possessions and give to the needy. All of them? Well, for most of us, probably not, honestly, right? I don't think Jesus ever just went around, you know, shore to shore and said like, hey, you should give away everything. You should give away everything. You should give away everything. But yet he did say that a time or two. And he did commend that a time or two. So a rich young ruler comes to Jesus and Jesus says, hey, sell everything and then follow me. Why did he say that to that guy? What had his heart? What had his heart? I said a minute ago, if you're not giving significantly to your church and through your church to support missions and to support the work here at home, then I would venture to say something's got your heart and it's not God. Are we the rich young ruler? Like, are we that guy? Are we that lady? If we're honest with ourselves, we live in a time and a place, the United States, this day and age, where we have more than just about anybody else ever has on the planet. Ever. Like, ever. I think that guy probably had more than just about everybody else around him. And it all had him. Sell your possessions and give to the needy. Maybe not all of them. The widows might. Remember that? Remember that little story? The widow goes and she gives her last at the temple. Everybody else is given a little bit of what they have, but they're giving a whole lot of resources and Jesus sees the widow who gives just a tiny bit, but it's all she has, and he's like, she's got it right. So maybe all of us shouldn't give everything, but maybe some of us should. And maybe the rest of us should give more. I don't know. I think we have to have a goal in life to continue to give and to give passionately and to give sacrificially whatever that means for us. 
Provide yourselves with money bags that do not grow old, with a treasure in the heavens that does not fail, where no thief approaches and no moth destroys. In other words, we give and God takes note. We give and God promises not that we will get more money in return or not that we will get some special blessing here on earth. But money bags that don't grow old, what's that? That's eternity. That's in eternity. When we give here on earth, we can store up something. <laughs> Who knows what that is, right? But God's good, right? Where no thief approaches and no moth destroys. For where your treasure is, there your heart, or there will your heart be also. Where your treasure is, there's your heart. Where my giving goes, there my heart flows. Right? If I'm not giving significantly to something of God, then something has my heart more than he does. If you want to know what you love most, look at where you spend your time and where you spend your money. Where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Church, may our hearts be designed, may our hearts be uh, decidedly towards the things of God. Because it doesn't happen accidentally, church. Like in talking with Garrett, uh, my friend on the, on the mission trip, um, I told him, like, it doesn't happen accidentally. Like, there's never going to be extra money for you to go, oh, let me give this extra to God. Like, there's never going to be extra. Because you're always going to buy the next thing. You're always going to want the next thing. You're always going to do the next thing. Right? But if we decide in our hearts that we'll direct the hearts to the things of God, and then our giving will begin to flow in that direction. And our heart will be on the things of God. So when you look around and you notice there's not a whole lot of seats empty, man, invite a friend. When pastor talks about giving and talks about building a, a bigger space for you guys so that you don't have to be cramped up like we're on an airplane, right? At least there's nobody coming over the intercom on this airplane saying, uh, please respect physical distancing while on this airplane. And I'm like, I can touch 12 people that I don't know right now. I don't know how to respect anybody's food. I'm not laying in their lap. That's all I know. Right? Third, third weird thing. Uh, I used to work at a restaurant where we wrote weird words on a board and we tried to say all of them before the end of the night. You know what I'm saying? Never mind. Um, <laughs> number one, God's desire has always been for us to do right things for the benefit of others and ourselves. God's desire has always been for us to do right things towards others because that benefits them and us, church. Number two, God's desire is to give us good things. God is waiting to give you good things. He so desires it. 
And then number three, God desires for us to give financially and sacrificially for the benefit of others. Because he knows through our giving, we will bless others and we will be blessed ourselves. Talked about uh, our, our family being in Nepal this summer. Um, we got to serve and be with a bunch of the people who over the years we have seen our friends give to significantly and we have given to significantly. And there's something in knowing that you're a part of their story that is such a blessing that you forget about whatever you've given. You know what I mean? Like you get to be a part of the story. And that's good. Church, I want to talk a little bit about uh, more about Manny, uh, Mana, Fiji Islands, um, and uh, just share like some of the current numbers with you, um, a little bit about the mission trip this summer again. Um, but um, may, we just, may we just remember that when I talk about missions, when I talk about giving, when I talk about sacrifice, when I talk about all these things, it's because we've seen it in our lives. We've seen it play out in the lives of others around the world. And we so want you to be a part of it. Like we want you to get to be a part of it. And we thank you for your part in it. Um, so if this morning's message this morning's uh, talk about money is uncomfortable. I get it. But man, I see the benefit. I can't help but say it. Like, I can't help but say something about it because I so desperately want you to get to see something from it. Mana, Fiji Islands, currently we send uh, like 500 or so dollars a month um, over to Fiji, and uh, that helps 90-plus kids hear about Jesus throughout the week, every week. We've got centers in three different locations now on the main island of Fiji. There's some 333 islands total in the Fiji Islands, but this main island holds most of the population. And we get to send these funds over there knowing that our friend Tali will connect within our partners there on the ground and will ensure that these funds are being uh, used to support these kids in ways that are, are God-honoring. And glorify God in and through your giving. So we send $500 plus a month. That's like $6,000 plus per year. I would like to increase that budget. I would like to increase what we're sending. Um, I believe God is in it. I believe God is for it. I believe that there are uh, a, a significant number of kids right around our centers that right now are not being invited in for lack of resources. There are a significant number of kids in Lautoka where we serve primarily a Muslim uh, background population. There's a significant number of kids at their school and in their community that so desperately need to learn who Jesus is that we've got to do something about it. Uh, I believe that 
around our deaf school there in Fiji, that there are more kids in that community that can be served, that there are more kids that can be brought from the outer islands to that deaf school if we have the resources to support them there, who are potentially growing up without access to the education that they need because there aren't deaf schools on their islands. We could tell about Jesus and they can go back and tell others. In our Suva Center, it's a primarily Hindu area. We deal with Hindus a lot in Nepal. And I could tell you that they are so desperately searching the young people, the young Hindu. It is truly atheist, usually. They've grown up with a system of rituals and a system of things that they have to do to try to appease all these different gods and goddesses, but they don't even really believe it mostly. And they're so desperately seeking something, somebody to tell them about a God so good that he gave his only son for them. That we've got to reach them. Like we've got to serve them. I want you to go and serve alongside us. A few years ago, uh, we took a team, uh, some folks from Meadowview uh, went along with and served in the Fiji Islands. They got to meet our partners. They got to meet a bunch of kids there. They got to do some VBS type activities. They got to play games. Uh, We even got to go in a park and talk with homeless people and tell them about Jesus, which was a little nerve wracking for some of us. We got to go door to door in a Hindu neighborhood. We got invited into people's homes to tell them about Jesus. On June 15th through the 27th, I want to invite you to come and be a part. To come and see what God is doing. To come and be a part of playing games with kids and telling people about Jesus. and I don't know. Doing whatever we can to help to support our partners there. If nothing else, just to walk alongside our partners who do this all day, every day, and to serve them and to encourage them. It's about $3,000 a person, and I get it. That's not a small amount of change, but it will change your life. And it's worth it, church. You know, I get, to, I get to lead teams throughout the year, every year, and during those trips, my, uh, my uh, funding is always paid for. Like, it always falls under the trip cost. And throughout the year, every single year, we personally budget and make happen Jennifer and the kids getting to come on trips because... Mission trips change the life of the person going and the person going to. Like it's worth it. You're invited. Talk with us after service. Um, I'd love to talk with you a little bit more about that trip. Um, Really, you don't have to have a whole lot of special skills. Look at me. Um, (laughs) 
I just, I just got back from a trip to Thailand where we uh, poured cement for an entire driveway and I know nothing about pouring cement. And I was like, I'm useless here. Tell me what to carry. Um, so if you can just say I'm useless here, tell me what to carry, we can make it work in Fiji. Father, thank you for this morning, God. We thank you that you are a good God, that you love us, that you um, give to us so generously. Father, we thank you for the opportunity to get involved in these projects in Fiji and around the world so that your name may be glorified, so that you may be lifted up. Father, so that people may come to know you and trust you and serve you. God, we thank you that this place is full. We thank you for each person in this place and what they've done to make it stay that way. And God, we ask you for bigger and greater things. In Jesus' name, amen.